This podcast is a presentation of Nags Head Church, reaching people to discover life in Christ. Stay tuned and visit us on the internet at nagsheadchurch.org. You ever wonder why? And maybe our guests, if you're here for the very first time, maybe others, you wonder why, do, why does this church do the things they do the way they do it? Why do we gather every week to worship? Why do we open the Bible and teach it here at Nagshead Church, including upstairs in our, in our little K and, and in Kidmo and our toddlers even? Why do we uh, teach it to our young people on Sunday evenings? Why do we gather in connection groups where with a small group of friends, some who may be believers and some who may not be, why do we gather regularly like that to study the scriptures and to pray for one another and have fellowship? Why do we serve? You see a lot of people today wearing t-shirts that say, I serve. That means they're in ministry and volunteering every week to, to serve the Lord. Why do we do that? Serve one another and with one another in teams. And the answer is really simple. It goes back to our purpose as a church. Our purpose at Nagshead Church is to reach people to discover life in Christ. Just a few weeks ago, maybe you were here, we saw 14 new believers make that discovery a public thing by following Jesus in baptism. And the exciting thing is that we have a growing number who are waiting for our next baptism that's going to be later this month because they've made the same discovery that life is in Jesus Christ. In fact, in our last gathering, a young lady raised her hand and said, today I'm accepting Jesus for the very first time in my life. And that's exciting. That's why we're here, for us to discover life in Christ. Others of us who already know Jesus are discovering daily more and more about him as we read his word together. And as we're challenged weekly in our in our connection groups. And as we come here on Sunday morning and we get teaching here, we're discovering more and more all the time about Christ. And it's an exciting time for Nagshead Church as we see God do the things in and through us that he said in his word he would do. One of the things I love about reading the Bible and helps me to understand the scriptures is that the Bible is full of of word pictures. I'm one of those people that if I can imagine, envision something, helps me understand it better. And God knew that we were like that. He created us. He knew how knowledge is absorbed by our brains and by our hearts. And so he fills the scripture as he, as he uh, inspired the words in this book. He had these guys who wrote it use these word pictures to help us understand spiritual truth. And under, help us understand what happens when Christ comes into our lives by faith and he begins his work of changing us from who we used to be before we believed in him to being molded into his character. And one of the word pictures that he uses, we're going to talk about this morning, is the idea, and we sang about it just a few moments ago, the idea of being transferred from a life of darkness into a life of light, living in the light. Now, we all know, we've all experienced times in our lives when we've walked into a dark room or we've awakened to a dark house. We've gone from being outside where the sun is really bright and coming to somewhere that it's not so bright, and it takes us a few minutes for our eyes to adapt. And you know how kind of frightening and how chaotic it can be to try to walk around in a dark place, don't you? We've all done that. How many of you confess. How many of you have a nightlight either in your bedroom or somewhere close by in your bathroom so that especially those of us who are getting older, we have one because 
Some of us are getting up three or four times during the night, you know, and we wake up in that darkness and you can't see anything. It helps to have that little tiny light that kind of says, there it is, kind of like a lighthouse, you know, and I go that direction. And we, you know, it's, it's, it's scary to walk around the night because you can stumble, you can trip, you can fall, you can get hurt. You can wake everybody in the house up. Flashlight, that little, I, I just bought another one for my, for my vehicle. I just bought this little tiny flashlight. It's about that big and to keep in my truck. But how valuable is that at night if you ever have to break down and you can't find something? You pull that flashlight out and you can pop the hood and you can see whatever's happening under there. And if you're like me, say, oh, I don't understand it, but I know I'm not going anywhere right now. We need light. And God created us that way. We didn't create us to live in darkness. The Bible says that Jesus came to be the light in a world that was dominated by darkness. He said in John chapter 12, I have come as a light into the world so that everyone who believes in me, get this now, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, here's why, one of the, one of the great benefits of knowing Jesus, so that everyone who believes in me would not remain in darkness. In other words, we used to be there in the dark and now we're in the light and I don't want you to be in the dark anymore, Jesus was saying. One of the great phrases in, I guess, the most familiar of all Christian songs. One of the phrases in that song says, I once was blind, but now I see. But you know, Newton didn't, uh, uh, didn't put that in there in that song. That didn't pop out of his own head. He didn't make that up. He was simply quoting from a blind man in the Gospels who was healed from his blindness by Jesus. You know that story, he was healed by Jesus, and, and then Jesus' critics came up to him and said, well, tell us, do you think this guy is the son of God? Who do you think this was that healed him? And he said, you know what, I haven't figured that all out yet. But this one thing I do know, I once was blind, but now I see. There has been a great change. In fact, Jesus changed him from living in darkness to living in light. That's one of those word pictures that describes this relationship that you can have with Christ. Now, you may not be physically blind here this morning. You may not be living in perpetual darkness like that man. But please understand, until you receive Jesus Christ as your Savior, you are living in the dark. The Bible says to those who know Jesus in Ephesians, says, in the past, you were full of darkness, but now you are full of light in the Lord. So, Because you're full of light in the Lord, live like it. Live like children who belong to the light. To the Corinthian church, the Bible said, For God who said, Let there be light in the darkness, has made this light shine in our hearts so we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. To the Colossian church, he has rescued us from the domain of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of his Son, He loves, of the Son He loves, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. Now, those three verses, Ephesians, Corinthians, Colossians, they were written to three different churches in the Mediterranean, in the Greek area in the first century. Three different churches, people who did not know each other, but to all three, the Bible's essentially saying the same thing. You used to be in darkness, now you're in light. Live like it. Your life has changed. They weren't living in the light, by the way, because they happened to be in a church. That's not, you're not living in the light because you're in church. Church doesn't give you light. 
You're living in light because God has changed your lives. One of our newest partners in our church is a lady uh, by the name of Mandy Shapira. She was in the last gathering. She's not here now, but she was here worshiping with us at nine. And I asked Aunt Mandy, I said, we got to hear her story as we got to know her a little bit before she became a partner. And, and I said, you know what? I would love for you to share your story with the rest of the church. So I want you to listen very carefully to what she says, because you may be here today and have not yet put your faith wholly and completely in Jesus. Maybe you think you're not worthy of God's love. Maybe you've had someone in your life tell you that you're unlovable. Maybe you're under the impression that Christianity is, is just for those people who have lived good lives, or Christianity is, is for those people who don't have baggage from the lives that they've lived. In a few moments, Andy's coming to lead us in remembering Jesus' death and sacrifice on the cross that paid for our sin and made it possible for people like me and people like, like Mandy and, and people like any of us here to move from darkness into the light. Communion is a symbol of that death. It's to be taken by those who have been rescued from the dominion of darkness, as the scripture said, and transferred into the kingdom of the Son. But you don't move from darkness to light by being here today. Your presence doesn't get you out of darkness. Or by taking communion, by drinking from these little cups or eating this little morsel of bread. That's only accomplished, the transfer, the change, only comes by doing what Mandy did as an 11-year-old girl. And when she saw and heard from the word of God and from the actions of a Christian neighbor that God loved her just like she was, and with a simple faith she believed in Jesus Christ, that's when the change took place in her life. So before Andy comes, let me ask you a question. Can you point back in your life to a time when, just like Mandy, you discovered that God loved you and he loved you so much that he gave his one and only son to die for you and to be buried and to rise from the dead so that you could be given eternal life and live in his life. Can you go back and say, like Mandy did, is when I was 11 years old, that's when I found Jesus. Because some people will say, and I'll ask people, and they say, well, I've always been a Christian my whole life, and I want to say to them, well, the Bible says, no, you haven't. Because we're all born as sinners apart from God. We all need to come to that place in life where we experience a new birth by faith in him. And if that's never happened yet in your life, but you would like for it to, the good news is it can take place right now, right this very moment. So would you do this favor for me? Would you, everyone, just bow your heads, close your eyes for a second. Maybe you're here today and you saw Mandy share her story and you've heard us read the scriptures and talk about how God wants to change us from darkness into light and how he wants to, for us to receive Jesus as Savior. And that's what makes that change. And if right now you would say from your heart, Jesus Christ, I know I'm still in the dark, but right now I want to accept you for the very first time in my life as my Savior by faith so I can be in the light. The Bible says that if you do that, God immediately accepts you into his family and places you into the kingdom of his son and changes everything. Now, if that's you this morning, you say, that's what I want to do today. 
Maybe you've never, you might not have ever been in church in your whole life. I don't know. But you've never heard anybody explain that. You look back and you say, I cannot point back to a time in my life when I accepted Christ as my Savior, and I want to be sure that I do that. If that's you, without doing anything embarrassing at all to you, I wouldn't do that. I w- but I would like to pray for you. So if this morning you say, yes, I'm receiving Christ as my Savior, right here, right now. Nobody's looking but, but God and me. Would you just slip your hand up in the air and hold it up so I can see it? All right, thank you. God bless you. Anybody else? Today is the day. Father, you can look into hearts. I, I can't and I don't try to. I don't believe that I could. But this morning, some raised their hands and said, today, I'm accepting Christ. And I pray, Father, that this would be a day, if that's the case in their lives, if truly as the, as the, the man on the, on the desert road told Philip, I believe in Jesus with all my heart. Then we know, Father, that you've changed that person, that, that there's been a new birth from darkness to light. And we pray, Father, that you might take those that have done that today in in this very room and, Lord, start them on a path, on a journey that will never end and that everything will be new, everything will be different in their lives because of faith in Jesus. In his name I pray, amen. This has been a presentation of Nags Head Church reaching people to discover life in Christ. Visit us on the internet at nagsheadchurch.org.